Hey, yo, 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 baby, yo. Welcome back, welcome back here to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. I am your host, uh, just Sanders. That's how we're going to leave it at. Um, I'm solo dolo for this episode today. Man, it's been a minute since I've done one of these. It's been a lot going on. Uh, man, just trying to be an adult out here. <laughs> post-grad life, just trying to be an adult out here, so, you know, been been a little minute since we've done an episode, this is episode four, actually, this is episode four, I haven't uploaded episode three yet, so actually, it's going to be coming back-to-back episode three and episode four, but I'm probably only just going to promote this episode, um, check it out on SoundCloud, I'll drop the link on my Instagram and my Twitter, we'll get to the end of that for ourselves, uh, but first up, uh, what we're talking about today, man, a lot of basketball, man, a lot of basketball. That's really what's been going on. have to catch up on everything right now. Um, shouts out, big shouts out and congratulations to the Toronto Raptors on winning the 2019 NBA Finals, winning it in six games for the two against the two-time defending champion Golden State Warriors. And um, overall... Looking at the series, looking back on it now, man, uh, the way that it went down, I mean, for for some fans, you like it, some, you hate to see it. Uh, I mean, it's just the nature of it, though, and how it works and everything with basketball. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm not going to lie, though, man. The way... That this went, I didn't think it was going to go down like this. I thought, you know, even without KD, the Warriors could take care of the Raptors in like five or six themselves. Just because of Clay, Steph, Draymond will probably make a, a way out of no way somewhere and, and have a good game or two. Iggy will come out of nowhere. I just, I just felt like that, you know, the experience of them being there and how young, Toronto was with them really only having two or three guys with legit NBA Finals experience, which was Kawhi and Danny Green. It might have been maybe a couple other players too. I can't think off the top of my head, but <clears throat> just them alone, I thought you know what I'm saying maybe that that would be that would be enough. I really thought that that would be enough. You know what I'm saying, and and that was it. But I mean, as you see, injuries started to derail the Warriors. Um. Man, and I mean, like I said, it's kind of unfortunate, but that's what really, that's what happens, you know, in the nature of this game, man, especially with basketball. I was telling, I was telling some of my homies about this, man. I was like, as we was watching all the the games in the finals that like, yo, man, the way that, the way that, uh, the way that, you know what I'm saying, it was, was like, man, look, the way dynasties happen is, bro, it's like. In basketball, this is how they end. Dynasties end this way, man. Either you just get old and it's past the prime and it's past the time for you to do anything. You get old, that's one. Or two, you get hurt. And the younger guys come in and they just take over at the opportune time. And that's what happened. It was the opportune time. You know what I'm saying? It was the opportune time for the Raptors to get that. Uh... KD going down with the what I think was the Achilles the first time anyway in the semifinals 
him missing the whole, you know, conference finals when they get in there. No KD. And I think another thing that helped was the first two games we were in Toronto instead of being in Golden State. I think that made a difference, too, um, in that to know that, okay, we can come out of here with one. We're good. We go to uh, Oakland, tied at one. I wouldn't be uh, too opposed or too upset. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just what happens, though, man. Like, that exactly, that's just what happens with dynasties in the NBA, man. They either get old or they get hurt or both. I mean, think about it. Lakers and Celtics in the 80s, man. They were getting old. A lot of wins, a lot of championships they didn't won in the time, and they got old. The bad boy Pistons came in. And you got to think, Pistons been playing, was playing right along in that dynasty, too, with three straight finals. Won two of them. By the time they got to, by the time they got to, uh, by the time they got to Jordan and the Bulls in the 90s, man, they were tired. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Playing in the June. For so many years like that can catch up with you. And you got to think, Golden State has done that for five straight years. Five straight years playing from October to June. Let alone, we're not talking about every other so years where the world championships as far as FIBA come along and and the Olympics in the summertime. So it's like, man, a lot of those guys have been playing a lot of basketball, a lot of mileage have been racked up on them, and I mean, it's just, it takes a toll on your body, I don't care who you are, I don't care who you are, like, why do you think LeBron was doing, do all the stuff that he do, the regimen that he does keep his body fresh, man, eight straight years playing in the gym, up until this year, like, that that's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot, I don't care who you are, that's a lot to put on your body, and those guys have been playing for so long, up like I said, from October to June, and you're not counting the summers where it's been world championships for our FIBA and, and the Olympics and things of that nature. That's a lot of basketball being played, and it just takes a toll on your body. And those guys are just getting old. Some of those guys are getting old. And, I mean, and it's just unfortunate that some of them got hurt. Uh, I hate that. I for sure hate that Clay Thompson tore his ACL. I hate that that happened to him. Um I'm not too fond of the Warriors team, but Klay Thompson is for sure one of the people that I definitely like respect. Um, that he's definitely like one of the ones I respect out of everybody on that Warriors team. So I hate that he went down like that. So tough. Um, but I mean, it happens, and you just got to give Toronto credit. You still got to play the game, like. A lot of people want to say, oh, I'm not giving the Raptors their credit for winning this championship. They didn't play anybody that was uh, fully fully uh, strength. They didn't play the Warriors at full strength. Well, I mean, I'm not a Raptors fan, but if I play devil's advocate for you, the first time that the Warriors won their championship, they didn't play anybody full strength at all. I mean, we can go back to it. That's 2015, correct? First round. Playing against the Pelicans, really no true point guard. I don't think Drew Holiday was playing uh, at that time. I think he was hurt or something like that. I'm not not quite sure, but whatever. The next round they play Memphis. Mike Conley is hurt with the with the with the broken nose or the or the, the jawbone or whatever he had going on, where he missed like the first couple games that they had or something like that. Didn't have to play. Uh, didn't have to play Mike Conley as far as their point guard. Uh, we get to the conference finals. No Patrick Beverly for the uh, for the Rockets. I mean. 
that was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no point guard to play. Then they get to the finals to play Cleveland, and I mean they get they 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 play Kyrie in game one. I give him that game one. I mean he gets hurt, but then he's go he goes down, and there was no Kevin Love because he had been out since the first round. There was no Kevin Love for the for the for the Cavs. So you know it's tough, but that's what it is. They have to deal with that too. And I mean then you can go to 2017, Chris Paul with the with the hamstring. He don't get the hamstring. I'm not quite sure if the Warriors even get there that year. I'm I don't know. And I mean, they had to play against people with the injuries again. I mean, it it it, it is what it is. So I mean, you can never. It doesn't matter. And it's the same. Like I said, at the end of the day, you got to play the game. The the goal is just to play the game, man. Like you still got to play. That's the thing. Like when KD went down in that semifinals, uh, against. Against the Rockets, excuse me. I'm pretty sure they're everything. Oh no, KD, we got this. We got this. You still got to play the game. You still have to play the game. Steph went scoreless in the first half and went around and finished with 33. Scored 33 points in the second half. You have to play the game. In the words of Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. Hello. So that's on them. You can't fault Toronto. For just playing the game. Like, they played, and you still got to win regardless of who's out there. Because of this is the other way around. And when I say other, round, I'm, other way around, I mean the outcome, not necessarily injuries. But if the Warriors were still out here winning and they doing it without Clay, without KD, we are labeling Steph Curry as for sure one of the greatest. Easily. <laughs> we're easily naming him one of the greatest. So I don't see the issue. But that's what we're doing. We're easily naming him one of the greatest. Like, easily, hands down. There's no question about it. So, I don't see how, you know, guys are tripping about the way, quote-unquote, the Raptors won the championship. The way they won the ship. Dude, you got to play the game. You can't get upset about that. Like, there's no way you can't sit there and not give them their credit. Because, like I said, if Golden State was still winning with all that was going on, everybody would be like, oh, my gosh, Stephen Curry is the GOAT. <laughs> we would be hearing that. We'd be like, man, Steph Curry is the GOAT, hands down, nothing else about it. Don't talk to me about anything. They'd be like, he the GOAT, for real, for real. So that's my take on it. Uh, I'm glad that it's crazy that Toronto took that risk because it was very high risk, high reward, and it just shows you, man, like that's crazy how much that they risked that to trade their their best player ever, arguably, in franchise history, and DeMar DeRozan. You still got Vince Carter, but arguably, DeMar DeRozan, depending on which generation you want to call going on, I still say VC is the best Raptor of all time. But arguably, you can still you can make the argument for like DeRozan being up there. He's for sure top two, top three. Um, it's Probably it's probably Vince Carter, DeRozan, Bosch. You can kind of flip flop Bosch and DeRozan, however you want to, but whatever. Uh, to take that risk and get Kawhi, knowing he's only playing on a one year deal, don't even want an extension, and he could probably still leave. And y'all get all the way there, y'all win the championship. Like you have to give them that credit for that. And going through and to the point where teams weren't even talking about Toronto this year. There, come on, even with the trade, no one was still talking about them. I know I wasn't. The trade happens, and I'm still saying, oh, Boston, 
maybe maybe Philly. I'm thinking, you know, thinking Boston, Philly, and uh, and you mess around and mess around, and then Milwaukee came out of nowhere. So then you're like, oh yeah, it's Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. No one still was really saying Toronto, just because of their, you know, previous playoff mishaps that they've had. So no one was really just thinking that they really would do this, but they did it. And you just have to give them their credit for it to to sit there and and do what they had to do, play the game, win the games, and give a country, not just a city, to give a country a championship. Like, this is something that, you know, basketball is not a big thing in, in Canada. They were still leading some of the news with the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. And the Stanley Cup Finals had Boston and St. Louis in it. It didn't even have the Maple. It didn't even have the, um, I don't even know Toronto's uh, hockey team name. I almost said them. Yeah, the Maple Leafs. I was right. Yeah, it, don't even have the, it didn't even have the Maple Leafs in it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Maple. I was trying to think if I was right or not. But, yeah, the Maple Leafs. Like, there's no way. You know, you know, still leading on there, but um, there's something that they did for their country, man. This is a proud moment, and whether Kawhi stays or he goes, I mean, as a if you're a Toronto Raptor fan, you've been dealing with so much, having to not having to deal with LeBron putting you out basically every the last three four years. Yeah, like <laughs> that's tough. That's tough to deal with, and they finally done it. And I mean, you can't take that away from them. There's no way you can discredit that. I don't. I don't believe you can ever discredit anyone's championships, ever. You still have to play the game. Yet, yeah, like even even like when the Warriors back in seventeen, the first time KD finally got got a ring. I'm an OKC fan. I hated it, but I'm never gonna say. I'm never gonna say that. Oh, the Warriors didn't earn that championship. They won it in five games and barely got out in game seven in the Western Conference Finals against Houston. So they almost didn't even make it themselves. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one's, yeah, you know what I'm saying? No one's worried about that. Like, they won it in five. They did what they do. They did what they had to do. And KD was, is the champion, now a two-time champion. So I honestly, I would never sit up here and say that no one deserved or earned their championship you got to still play the game regardless. That's the message of it, that you have to play the game. So, that's that with the NBA Finals. I want to give a, just like I said, a big shout-out to, once again, Toronto Raptors, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Finals MVP, Pascal Siakam. Oh, real quick, shout-out to Marcus Saul. You know, I'm from the city, from the M, Memphis, stand-up, one time. Shout-out to Marcus Saul, man, getting the ring for the city. I don't care. That counts. It counts for the city. It is what it is. But whatever. So moving on now, as you know, the finals is done. Uh, you know, the draft lottery went along and the Pelicans ended up getting the number one pick. Um, which I think was a good thing. I think we talked about it on the last episode. I'm not quite sure. But um but uh definitely I think the lottery prove the end that, you know, teams got to stop tanking because the teams who tanked didn't even get a top three pick. Um, well, the Knicks did, but 
They they wanted number one, so they didn't even get the top two picks. They got number three. Um, but the other teams that tanked didn't even sniff the top five, I don't think. Well, Cleveland did at five, but like Phoenix, Atlanta, I was like five, six, seven, eight. They wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't even near what they thought they would have been. They didn't land in the top five. So I think tanking is done, but not quite sure. I don't know. Just way the new the new way that they're doing a the lottery now. I think tanking is done, but teams might still be out here and be bad on purpose. I'm not quite sure. Um, but now we're getting into free agency. Free agency actually starts on Sunday. I want to say this this upcoming Sunday around six p.m. I think people can kind of start talking to people. Um, and check that out. And July first is. I think the a day, the days where you can officially accept the deals, but can't sign it. I think until the six. But uh, this is definitely the deepest free agency class we've had in a while. Uh, I mean, a, a good crop of players. Of course, the top ones are Kawhi and uh, Katie to see where they're going, and then you got Kyrie, Kimba. Uh, then you got you know the Jimmy Butlers, the Tobias Harris. The, you know, and then you got the low-key guys like the Danny Greens, the the Seth Currys, the Jeremy Lambs, um, a lot that's going on. But to stop all of that, to get into that, the Los Angeles Lakers made the trade with the Pelicans for AD. And what the Lakers did, um, the Lakers gave up their young core. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart. Um, the first round pick they had in this past draft and future picks in some more drafts. I'm not quite sure exactly what they are. Um, for me, I thought it was a win-win for both squads. Um, I know a lot of people from the jump that I know simply, oh, the Pelicans won that trade. The Pelicans won that trade. Well, we we don't know yet. We haven't seen any results. We haven't seen any results. All we've seen is picks and what they're grabbing and stuff like that. And whatever it is um, to do. Uh, so, the thing is that I'm looking at is that, uh, okay, so, I look at it as a win-win for both squads. Like I said, because one... The Lakers got the guy that they wanted, that they've been wanted. This is pretty much the same trade that Magic tried to give Dale Dempsey New Orleans a, a while ago, and they said no. And that one had Kyle Kuzma in it. They were going to keep Josh Hart and have Kyle Kuzma in it. But it's a win-win. Like I said, it's a win-win. It's a win for the Lakers because they get the guy they wanted. They keep Kyle Kuzma. And at this point, you got to think it's the this is the best time for them to make that move. KD is out for a whole year. Wherever he's going, he's out for a whole year with the Achilles. He won't be back until for sure the end of the season. Klay Thompson, torn ACL, won't be back until about February or March of next year. I'm pretty sure he's going to stay with the Warriors. So that's that. They let, that leaves the West and just the league really so wide open. Um, because no one knows what no one really knows what KD's going to do. No one really knows still yet what Kawhi is going to do. Kyrie's talking about Brooklyn. From what has been told now, Kimba might go to Boston. Um, Charlotte didn't give him the Supermax from uh, what was being reported. 
But there's just, I mean, this it's just the perfect time for them to do that. You got LeBron for three more years. AD is coming over. He's going to play on that one year, and then you can extend him and give him his max money for next year. And I'm pretty sure he's going to stay in L.A. with the Lakers. Why not? That was just the best. That's just the best way for them to get this deal done and make a move and to see if they can legit win a championship while LeBron is still playing in, in L.A. Um, it's win for the Pelicans because of, yeah, of how much that the Lakers did give them for that, for sure. Definitely. They gave them three players. The fourth pick, which ended up, you know, that pick ended up going to Atlanta um, at, for the draft, as everybody know about now. Um, and, I mean, on paper, the, the core sounds very young. There's, there's Brandon Egram, Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, Josh Hart, Zion that you drafted. Uh, I mean, pretty young squad, and then all the picks. But the, and then, but the reason why I say it's just a win-win, but we still don't know like who's gonna officially win that trade, is because of there's been no results yet, and everybody's saying, "Oh, they gave us so much, they getting all these picks, they getting all these picks." But I mean, doesn't it, it ain't gonna matter if the Lakers are constantly in the playoffs these next two to three years, and they're not lottery picks, and they're just protected picks or unprotected picks. They're just you know, middle of the first round and the first round picks maybe, which. Still might still end up being a good thing for New Orleans because, you know, it's been proof that you can find guys outside of the lottery, Kawhi Leonard, just to name one. I mean, Paul George, you know. It's been guys outside the lottery that's been able to to have great careers and, and, and do stuff. So it's not always that. And on top of that, the Lakers made some more moves, um, trading like Mo, Mo Wagner and Jeremiah J. Jones, you know what I'm saying, all those guys, the, the – the baby contracts that they had traded into Washington. AD took away the $4 million trade clause thing that he had um, to give them more space to possibly sign a third match slot, to give them a match slot to sign a third person. Now, me personally, I don't think the Lakers should go out for another superstar. I don't think that's what they should do. Whether they got $24 million, $26 million, $28 million, $30 million, $32 million, wherever that gap they got in there, if I'm the Lakers, I am spreading that money out. I am dispersing that money. I'm not giving it all to one person. Now I'm top heavy, and then I'm signing guys to veteran, veteran minimums and everything like that, which I know some guys will mind taking it because they're saying, oh, I'm playing with possibly three out of the top seven players in the world, depending on who it is in the NBA, that's cool, but I wouldn't do that. Me personally, I am spreading that money out. Dog, you can get you a couple of shooters, find you, you feel, get you a Danny Green, maybe a J.J. Redick, somewhere between there, a Terrence Ross, just some guys who can shoot. Get you a point guard. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, the... Somebody like a like a Darren Collison, a, a, a Jeff Teague, maybe. I don't know what the point guard list is looking like that you can get at valuable money because Terry Rozier is not – he's going to want to get paid. So I can't think of everybody else. But just find you a point guard at, at valuable range that can, that can play defense and just can play the point guard position. Get you a couple shooters. Like I said, like I mentioned, a Danny Green, a Seth Curry maybe, a J.J. Redick, a Terrence Ross. Find you a big man. Then find you a big man. That way you're at least eight 
to nine, you're like at least eight deep. You got Brun, AD, Kuzma, get you some two shooters, a point guard, a big man, and then just find you some role players down there. Don't I don't I don't think they should just sit up here and just spend all their money and try to get a max. Now, correct me now, don't get me wrong. If they do, if they can get Kawhi, because saying that Kawhi is, you know, seriously considering meeting with the Lakers. So it's also, it's obviously given that Kawhi is between LA, whether it's the Lakers or Clippers, and Toronto, staying in Toronto. But if I'm the Lakers, I am just going to disperse that money. Disperse that twenty six to thirty two million, whatever that we're gonna get. That's me. I'm gonna disperse that, and 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 just get us a deep team, because it showed. That's what basically what Toronto did. I mean, that's what Toronto did to get them their wing, their their ring. It was guys that was deep, you know, what I'm saying deep enough, um, to play, and they had a deep enough deep enough squad. So why not? Like, why not? Just do that. I honestly think that's what they should do. It's just to go ahead and disperse their money, get you some shooters. Heck, a Jeremy Lamb. If I didn't say his name already, I don't know, but just get you some shooters. Um, yeah, get you some shooters, man. Get you a big man, and get you a point guard, and then just fill the bench up after that, and just making sure everybody know they roll. You're gonna have a, a, a healthy LeBron, a healthy AD, Kuzma, all those guys, man. All that together, bro. That's at worst, they should be top three in the West, for sure. So, I think that's what they should do um, as far as with all that money with the Lakers. Now, with free agency, like we said, I mean, at the top, it's, it's KD and Kawhi. I think, like I said, I think it's between L.A. and Toronto for uh, Kawhi. I'm not sure what KD's going to do. If I was KD, I would have just took my $31.5 million with the player option for Golden State and just at least coast back to the playoffs and just chill. But I understand why he did it. And then the thing with Andre Iguodala, what he talked about on the Breakfast Club, um, maybe KD is really pissed at the Warriors. He might not be coming back. He probably wasn't going to come back anyway. But it's either looking like I don't know. Maybe maybe L.A. for him, too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe L.A. for him, too. Maybe New York. I don't know. I just honestly don't know with KD either. Can't really figure him out as far as that on decisions that he's going to make. Not quite sure. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, the Rockets sitting up here talking about wanting to trade Capella. PJ Tucker and was it was it Eric Gordon or was it somebody else? I don't know. Three players to try to get on a sign and trade for Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry. That is not going to work. I'm, I'm gonna get right up close to them. That is not going to work. Houston, you're gonna have even more problems. You already got an issue. Well, an issue that's not an issue, so they say, between CP3 and James Harden. I know for a fact Jimmy Butler ain't going to sit up here and want to just stand in the corner and watch James Harden dribble for 19 seconds and then hit a step back three or shoot a step back three or whatever while James Harden is taking up 30 shots and only hitting like 10 but going to the free throw line 20 times. 
I know Jimmy Butler ain't gonna like that. And and D'Antoni's not changing his philosophy. It that's just not gonna work. All three of them guys together like that is not going to work. If I was Jimmy Butler, honestly, I would stay in Philly. I would stay in Philly. Tell Ben Simmons to get this jumper together. We need this jumper. Make sure MB stay healthy. And just stay in there and com- and compete to be a, a a a top three, top four team again in the East, and see if you can get past the Milwaukee or get past the uh a Toronto, uh depending on what happens with them if they get Kawhi or not. Get, you know it might be them three, the Milwaukee, Philly, and in in Boston depending on what happens. And uh, I mean like I said with Kemba, it sounds like he's going to Boston. Uh, I think they said Charlotte gave him five years, one sixty. Which is well below the supermax. I think the supermax they can give him was five years, two twenty one, and they gave him five years, one sixty. Which I can kind of understand why they didn't give Kimba that supermax like that. I mean, two time was it two time, three time All Star, um, but no like legit playoff success. Um, Charlotte is a small market. I don't know if you want to handicap anybody with that kind of money. You see, that was kind of happened with Memphis when they gave Mike Conley his contract. Uh, I don't know if you really just want to handicap your franchise like that when you're not really even, um, you're just a barely making the border playoff caliber kind of team anyway. So I kind of understand why they didn't give him the Supermax, but Doing that, I just knew for a fact, like, now he's going to leave. And they're saying Boston. So, Boston's probably giving him a four-year – Boston's going to give him a four-year deal. I can't remember how much money exactly they said it was going to be. I think it was going to be one – might have been like 140 something. So, it might have been $20 less than what Charlotte was offering him with one less year. But, I mean, you, it's obviously Kyrie is gone. He's not coming back. You got Rozier. Uh, I mean, he's a restricted. Is he a restricted or unrestricted free agent? I can't remember which one he is, but he might not come back himself. So they're going to need a point guard. They're going to need a point guard. Um, why not? You partner up with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, um, and then they can kind of figure out what they want to do with themselves. They'll have some money left over, too, to go get a couple shooters and a couple bench players and everything like that as well. So... Uh, that's the thing with that on free agency. I'm not quite sure what else might go on. Um, I think the Warriors are going to offer Clay the max that he needs. I think that just I don't think that would be fair to him as much as he sacrificed um, for that franchise. <laughs> uh, that they wouldn't give him the max money. I think Clay should definitely get the max money. I think he's going to stay. I think for sure he is going to stay in uh in and go to stay. I just can't I can't see him leaving like that just because of how much he means to that franchise. They would be they would be idiots. <laughs> they would be downright idiots to not give Clay this max and pay the man and just deal with that. I, I don't I don't see it being being in no other way. Um, like I said, so basically I know we got 
Kawhi is either going to stay in Toronto or go to L.A. Not quite sure about KD. I think Clay is going to stay in Golden State. I think it's a foregone conclusion that Kyrie is going to be in Brooklyn, but I think he's going to be by himself. I don't think he can get anybody else to come with him. And I'm not quite sure if he really just wants to part. I don't know if he really for real wants to partner up with anybody. Maybe he just wants to prove again that he can be a number one and not a 1A or a 1B or a number two. I think he wants to try and be number one again. So Brooklyn, D'Angelo Russell is going to probably be gone. So figure out where he's going to go. Uh, Like I said, I think the, the reports and the stories going out is that Kimba is going to go to Boston. Charlotte didn't give him the Supermax. Um, don't know about Jimmy Butler yet. All we know is Houston wants Jimmy Butler. Houston wants Jimmy Butler, but we don't know. I, I think he should just stay in Philly. Uh, not quite sure what Tobias Harris might do. Not quite sure uh, about other guys. I mean, like I said, this, this this is a legit deep free agency class. So even like even when you sit up here and you think about, okay, the top guys pretty much everybody superstar-wise is looking at or star-wise is looking at is, of course, your Kawhi's, your KD's, your Clay, your – Kyrie, uh, then your next tiers, you got your Jimmy Butler's, your Kimba's. That's pretty much your, your your top heavy guys as far as free agencies. But you know, there's a lot of different, a lot of low key free agency guys to there. Uh, Bardanovich, uh, uh, Boban, yeah, Boban Bardanovich. Uh, like I said, Danny Green, Seth Curry, um, just guys that you need like on your team. So. Free agency is going to be wild, man. It's coming up this weekend. Uh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be a lot going on within this next week here for the summer. And I can't wait for it. So that'll probably be the next episode for sure. Just talk about what happened in free agency. Uh, just to end out the show real quick, that's it for this episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Like I said, it's me solo dolo today. So pretty short episode. Uh, compared to others, this still might be an hour long. I'm really not sure just quite yet. But, <laughs> um, man, shout out to the Vanderbilt Commodores, College World Series champions in baseball, again, two times in four years. Shout out to Vandy that's in here in this area. Um, man, big shouts out to everybody that's working out here hard this summer. You feel me? Doing your thing. <laughs> Doing your thing out here. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Let's see, what else, man? Yeah, like I said, follow me on Twitter at oh I changed my Twitter name, so hold on, y'all. <laughs> I gotta I gotta remember I changed my Twitter name. It's not the same. I changed it. I changed my Twitter name, so hold on before I give you that. So yeah, follow me on Twitter <laughs> at I am underscore M Sanders underscore. Uh the capital M is it's capitalized, and the capital S in Sanders, the first S, is capitalized. So at, everything is lowercase, I am underscore capital M, capital S in Sanders, underscore. That's that. That's my new Twitter name, man. Uh, like I said, this going to be on SoundCloud probably. Drop this on SoundCloud, and then I'm going to drop the link on it. Be on the lookout for that. I'm going to drop episodes three and four. Uh, I'm going to try to. If not, this is just going to be episode three. <laughs> and that one's just gonna be a scratch. Uh, so, yes, sir. Y'all be safe out here this summer, man. On these 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 hot summer streets here in Tennessee. 
Y'all be safe, man. I know even though it's been raining a lot, it's still it's still the summertime. Y'all be safe out here, man. No means no. Fellas, ladies, whoever. No means no. Remember that. Um, peace, love, and tranquility. Man, y'all be safe out here.